Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Naperville Women's Club, the Forest Preserve District of DuPage County, and the League of Women Voters of Naperville. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing the Naperville Women's Club are Nancy Delahose and Melody Coleman. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Oh, so glad to have you both with me. And Melody, I'm gonna start right off with you. Tell us a little bit about the Naperville Women's Club and how it got started. Absolutely, Jane. The Naperville Women's Club got started on March 1st, 1897, 126 years ago. Bravo, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Jane, it started as a, a literary club for the women in the Naperville community. And this wasn't to enable them to keep themselves educated. But quickly, it turned into a philanthropic organization. 19 women started the Naperville Women's Club on that March day. In fact, it was a Monday. March 1st, oh, I love that. 1897. Start the week off right. Start the week <laughs> off right. And so uh, after having realized that there was so much more that they could do, these women, and treading very carefully, because remember this is 1897, and women were pretty much relegated to being wives and mothers and homemakers. But these ladies realized that there was a lot in the community that they could do. So this literary club quickly turned into a philanthropic organization. Some of the projects that the Naperville Women's Club supported was the um, Naperville Schools, the Naperville Public Library, Nichols Library, we were fortunate enough to have Mrs. Nichols as one of our original members. What a great fun fact. Yes. North Central College is also a longtime benefactor of Naperville Women's Club support. And of course, Edward Hospital. So those are some of the early projects that the Naperville Women's Club got involved in, and interestingly enough, 126 years later, the Naperville Women's Club is still giving to these organizations. That's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful, and what a great rich history, right? It and is. look how far you've come as the Women's Club and how far we have come as women, right? Exactly. I mean, that's lovely. Um, Nancy, talk a little bit about where you are today in 2023. I mean, rich history, where are you at today? What are you involved in now? Right now, we're hosting the 63rd Fine Art and Artisan Fair. We're expecting over 100 artists. This is gonna be held at the Naperville uh, Settlement on uh, June the 24th and the 25th. We're gonna have food, music, and this year we're having entertainment. We're having recitals with wind and uh, string instruments. Oh, we're gonna have activities. We're having uh, Petit Picasso. We're having the intramural, and we're having fun photos 
uh, for the families. And we're hoping for great sunshine because <laughs> normally it does rain on one of the two days. So let's keep our fingers crossed that it doesn't rain on either day. Um, June the 7th, we're going to have a uh, speaker from Brookfield Zoo who will be talking about polar bear at our clubhouse, which is located at 14 South Washington Street. And this program starts at 6 p.m. July the 17th, we're going to have a game night and everyone is welcome. Okay. Our fundraiser for the year is going to be the Witches Night Out. It's our annual uh, event, our fundraiser. And um, it's going to be held at a different venue. It's going to be held at the Matrix on October the 19th from 5.30 to 10.30. And uh, we're going to have food, music, adult beverages. We're going to have activities, raffle baskets, DJ, uh, 50-50. And last, we're going to have a contest where the women will be walking on a walkway. Oh, wow. This year, yes. <laughs> kind of the runway. Run yes, right. The runway. runway. Yes, I love that. The witch's <laughs> runway. It's kind of, and the theme is Glam Witches Night Out. Oh, this year. very fun. Well, you yes. always, always have very interesting events, and there's yes. always a fun flavor to them. I love yes. that. Mm -hmm. And we also have service projects this year. We're having two of them. One, we're collecting uh, reusable tote bags that will be given to the loaves and fishes. And the second uh, service project, we're going to be collecting school supplies for the District 204. Oh, I love year. that. That's, you know, and that goes back to your philanthropic roots, right? Yes. I mean, so much yes, of what absolutely. you do, there's the social, there's the cultural, but ultimately yes. there's the philanthropy. Yes, yes, ah, absolutely. You can get all this information on our programs, events, and fundraisers on our website. Okay, well, wonderful. Well, now, let's kind of jump off of that because you had a lot of interesting things. So how could anybody who thinks, Melody, Gosh, I'm kind of liking these ladies, and this club is sounding a little bit fun to me. How might they get involved with you? You know, there are so many ways that they can get involved and find out about us. As Nancy mentioned, we have so many activities. And so speaking to one of our members about how to, how to get involved would be a, a good thing to do. In addition to that, we are on social media everywhere. We have a website, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. <laughs> You are social. Yeah. You're social. <laughs> and Facebook, of course. So you can reach us there. You will find information about how to become a member of the Naperville Women's Club. And we would love you to be a member if you enjoy giving back through community service. We'd love it. And you have a fantastic home with the purple door yes. on Washington. Yes, we do. Yes, right? We purchased that old German church in 1925 for $3,500, and that is home <laughs> to us. Yes. <laughs> and we would love people to see it because it is a gym in the city mm -hmm. it really at 14 is. South Washington Street in Naperville. Yeah, it's on um, prime real estate. It's a beautifully kept building. You have done a wonderful yes. job Thank with it. And you. I know you rent it still, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, yes, that's awesome. So Nancy, as we're ramping up, uh, do I have to be a, a Naperville resident to be part of the Naperville Women's Club? Like, is that a requirement? No, absolutely not. We have currently members that live in Oswego, Aurora, and Lyle. So we welcome anyone, and you don't necessarily have to live in Naperville. Just come and check our website that has a membership link to it. That's wonderful. Yes. Well, thank you both so much for coming by and sharing the rich history that you have with the Naperville Women's Club. We appreciate it. It has been our pleasure, yes. Jane. Thank you so much for having us and for letting us talk about this gem in the community, the Naperville Women's Club, serving for 126 years. 
love it. And if you are interested in learning more about the Naperville Women's Club, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since 1868. We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and joining me now from the Forest Preserve District of DuPage County is Daniel Hebriard. Good to have you with us. Thanks for having me, it's great yeah. to be here. Always nice, so, you know, let's just jump right in. What are you, what's going on in 2023? What are the top accomplishments? Well, so, you know, we passed a master plan in 2019. 32 big projects and 15 initiatives. And I think one of the most important things you got to remember is that's a pretty ambitious uh, for think? a five to seven year <laughs> master plan. Um, and it also takes funding. Uh, so one of the things uh, that we've been working on is trying to you know, get that funding, make sure it's done responsibly. So I'm proud to say that we've held the line on taxes. We were able to get a bond uh, for $40 million at the beginning of 2022. And this is going to sound incredible today, but we got it at 1%. Wow. And so <laughs> it's almost like free money. And, right. and so obviously we're incredibly proud that we didn't have to raise taxes to do that, to do our important projects that the community really supports. Uh, so we did one of the, I think, most important safety projects of uh, the Forest Reserve in the last decade or two, which is a new parking lot at Waterfall Glen. And you're like, well, what's so safe about that? We had 100 yes. to 200 cars on a road. Yeah, that's Parked. not safe. No, and that's not safe. So we've really gotten a lot of great feedback and the community really appreciates that big space to park safely and bring their family out and come see the waterfall. Um, we did a ton of natural resource restoration. We're working through improving all of our education centers. Uh, so we're very busy and you know, I think everyone's favorite trails. So we're connecting more trails. Uh, including in 2022, we actually completed the North Central DuPage Regional Trail. Yeah, and that was a big project for you. Absolutely. So we really, I mean, it's, it's a cross-section of all over the county. We have the West Branch DuPage River Trail, which is this close to being complete, and so hopefully we can be celebrating that soon. Uh, we have the, you know, Salt Creek Greenway. We're working on the East Branch DuPage River Trail, but we have the, you know, Prairie Path and the Great Western and the Southern DuPage Regional Trail. So it's a big, a big deal when we get a completed regional trail. Absolutely. You know, and that community to come out and use it safely and be off the road and, and bring out their families. So and people love got a that. place to park. So all good with that too, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> now talk a little bit, because you just touched on it, the restoration work that you're doing. Because that's, why is that important? So, you know, the Forest Preserve District, obviously, at its heart, is a conservation agency. And so you get, get pretty geeked out about it because people don't understand it. We love to educate. Okay. And the restoration is awesome because what it does is it takes out invasive species. What's an invasive? Something that doesn't belong in DuPage. It's from Europe. It's from Asia. People have brought it over. We don't want it. We want our native wildflowers and plants and trees and oak, savannas. Uh, and so we did a big one at Herrick Lake that people noticed because it's 500 acres, our most ambitious project ever. Um, and it's beautiful. And people who know when they get educated, they do love it. And we're going to see some more wildflowers each year come through and really, you know, some more oak savanna. You know, that's going to be elevated. Uh, some marshes and wetlands that were almost invisible because you couldn't see them through the invasive species. 
Uh, and right here in the south part of Naperville, we got Eggerman Woods. Yeah. And that's a beautiful oaks. And yes. so really, that's, again, highlighting those oaks so you can see them better. They're going to thrive uh, and really excited to keep those going because those are multi-year projects. Yeah. Well, I, I live not far from there, and I remember, you know, sort of, wow, okay, where has everything gone? <laughs> but now, like you said, you're starting to see what you couldn't see before, and I think that's the whole thing, right? The, unfortunately, mm -hmm. the invasive species often actually kill the native species, and then that you end up with things that really aren't going to thrive or be beautiful in your climate. So, so when you see the are, first thing green, yeah. and when you see them at the last part of fall and they're still green, it's because they're invasive and they don't belong here. But they're crowding out everything else. They right. take all the resources away from those wildflowers and our beautiful shrubs and all those you know, grassland plants. And so now you can get those and yeah. they'll be thriving. And again, it's, it's an oak ecosystem and those oaks are gonna be better off for it. So talk a little bit about the uh, Willowbrook Wildlife Center. That's been under construction. So what can we expect in 2023? Yeah, so you know, big part of the bond money went to that $30 million project. Uh, we did a $25 million project with White for a net zero animal hospital. Uh, during what is that? So net zero means that we're not going to be reliant on any fossil fuels. Okay. So it means we're going to have a large solar array and we're going to use geothermal, which is the water from the earth to heat and cool the building. Uh, and so it's incredibly important, uh, you know, project for our community. Uh, Willowbrook takes in over 11,000 native wildlife species every year. You know, the bird species that are struggling, uh, all of our, you know, landing turtles and the Heinzheimer dragonfly, all these different species that are local that we really want to support. You know, our lead agency right here is Wilbrook Wildlife Center. Uh, and so we want to give them the facilities that have been lacking. Uh, and, and really the old building is, is that, just that. It's not equipped for today's needs. And so we're super excited about that project. We've seen phase one completed with a large raptor barn for our eagles to be fitting in. Uh, and so the hospital's coming this year. So as we talk about Willowbrook, you've got the friends at the Forest Preserve District who are really being friends to you as you do your capital campaign. Say a little more on that. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're super proud of our friends and they've been absolutely fantastic. We did get a $2 million grant for the net zero component at Willowbrook. We got a $2 million uh, support from Congressman Sean Caston and federal earmarks. Uh, and actually between private donors and other grants for up to $7 million. And we're hoping to get to 10 million. And so that would make an incredibly important dent, you know, in that project. That's awesome. That's yes. awesome. As we kind of wrap up, you know, you've been there now a while. What are the things that you're most proud of? Well, I think uh, the thing that people took for granted is, you know, climate change would be fought at a federal level, will be fought at a state level. And I just think that we're fighting it at a local level. You know, we've done in the past, you know, four years, four major solar projects. We've now done a geothermal project. We've done all this restoration, which makes our lands more, you know, able to fight off the rigors of climate change. We're re-meandering rivers, taking out dams. And so I'm just incredibly proud that we're doing more. And we're gonna keep doing more. We're gonna keep connecting trails. And you know, fighting climate change sounds expensive, it sounds hard, but it can be done and it can be done fiscally responsible because we're not raising taxes to do it. That's awesome. Thanks, Daniel, for stopping by. Always good to talk to you. Oh my gosh, thanks so much for having me. It's been fantastic and looking forward to a great spring and summer. I'm sure we're gonna have one outside, right? Outside, <laughs> Absolutely. enjoying it. Um, okay, now listen, if you wanna find out more about the Forest Preserve District of DuPage County, please go and visit their website. But in the meantime, don't go away. We're gonna be right back after a few short messages. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to. 
and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now are Susan Craighead and Becky Simon from the League of Women Voters of Naperville. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, Jane. Absolutely, Becky. Susan, I'm going to start off with you. Um, talk a little bit about the League of Women Voters because it's over 100 years old. So how do you say relevant? Right. The League of Women Voters is about 103 years old. It was founded in the same year that the 19th Amendment passed. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> but voting is not the only thing that we do. You think of suffrage, you think of voting. But it's always been a political organization as well as a voting rights organization. Men can join since the 70s. We work with all kinds of people. We work with youth. Youth needs to vote. Everybody needs to vote. But while we're doing voting rights and thinking about empowering voters and defending democracy, which is one of the important themes of the League of Women Voters, it's always a good season for that. It's always a good time to do that, to work with students, to work with everyone, to register voters, but defending democracy, more important now, it seems like, than ever, is, is something that we do every day. Yeah, well, and I think it's interesting, and you just mentioned about you know, men being able to join. And it's always funny to me when we talk about, it's the League of Women Voters, but we'd like men to come too. So that's interesting. How, how do you deal with that uh, at your organizational level? Have you thought about changing the name? People think about changing the name <laughs> all the time, but branding is an important thing. Absolutely. And um, my husband is a member of the League of Women Voters. Our treasurer is a man. We do have very active men participating, and they don't seem to object too much. Love that. Love that. That's a good thing, right? It, it's a great thing. Absolutely. We make it work. The mission, the mission is right, and therefore people come alongside The it. mission stays the same. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Becky, talk a little bit about um, voter registration and the importance of voting. I mean, Susan just talked a little bit about that and it being such a bedrock of the organization. But how do you go about that? Our league has a trained team of voter registrars. They go to local high schools. They go to senior living facilities, citizenship ceremonies to register new citizens, and they go to homeless shelters. So they go out in person to register voters. Okay, and how do you recruit those people? They come to our website and they volunteer. Okay. Then they get trained by their county. Okay, and that's an important part, right? And, and talk a little bit, because I know you've done a lot of stuff with students. Well, we go to the high schools in 203 and 204 to register students to vote. They're very excited about voting, sometimes more excited than the adults. And in Illinois, if you are going to be 18, on election day, you can vote in a primary even if you're not 18 yet. So 17-year-olds can sometimes vote in a primary election. 
they're very excited about that. Yeah, and I'm not sure everybody knows that, right? We sort of automatically think it's that magical 18 and we move to that. So I think that's, and it is an important rite of passage, right? Yes. Yeah. Susan, talk a little bit about what the league does to ensure safe and transparent elections. And I know we've just had a big election here in Naperville. So talk a little bit about how you're engaged with that. So we do a lot of voter education, and that's part of it. But we also train poll watchers for every election. We have our own training program. Uh, you need to be a member of the League of Women Voters in order to be trained as a poll watcher. And we send poll watchers to primaries. We send poll watchers to early voting. We send poll watchers to different locations during the election. And we have a little chart, spreadsheet that we fill <laughs> out. And, and typically, we are very fortunate here in Illinois and very fortunate in DuPage and Will counties. The goal is to not find a problem. Okay. But we always look for problems. Sure. Just in case. Kind of like insurance. If you have it, you don't mm -hmm. need it, right? And I would say generally we're lucky we don't need it, but we are happy to have people out there watching, and I think the public should be happy to have people out there watching. Yeah. In addition, before every election, the counties need to do um, election equipment testing. As Becky says, election equipment testing is a little bit like watching paint dry. <laughs> yeah. Because once again, the expectation is nothing will go wrong. And we've not seen anything go wrong. But we are there as independent, nonpartisan observers. There's always a Republican judge, a Democrat judge. They're all the election workers. But we are there as nonpartisan observers. And to be able to tell the public we were there, all went as the state requires, all went as it should go. And I think that's so important, right? It's a little bit like in the TV business. We always do a dress rehearsal. We always check that the equipment yes. is working because you need to be sure that on the big day, it's going to go right. Hard to change that on election day, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I want to just go back for one hot second to, you talked about the poll watchers. Give me just a little bit of an idea of what would they be looking for, Susan? What would be something on your little spreadsheet that they would just be observing for? So, for example, when we arrive at a polling place, we look at the count. You are, as, a, as an observer, allowed to look at the count on the machine. And then as you're sitting there for a couple of hours watching voters come and go, Maybe you make a hash mark, and then when you leave, you make sure that the same number of voters who pass through is what's showing up on the equipment. Okay. Uh, sometimes uh, somebody will come in with a question. Uh, they need to surrender their mail-in ballot so they can vote in person. The election judges know how to handle that, but sometimes we watch that to make sure they handle it correctly. Okay, so it's just like another set of I's, just to be sure all the protocols, all the I's are being dotted and the T's are being crossed. We do not interfere with what the elections judges are doing. We do not interact with the voters. It is all very secure, but we're there to observe. Okay, that sounds good. I like that. Um, Becky, talk a little bit about issues. Uh, what are some of the issues that the League of Women Voters are working on here locally? I am currently the Director of Issues and Advocacy for the Naperville League, and we've just completed a 10-month study of Naperville's municipal boards and commissions. And I know people watching at home are going to think, wow, boring, geeky, wonky. Um, maybe it is, but this is a very important part of how Naperville's government functions. So we completed a 10-month study. We shared it with the mayor. We've shared it with the council members. and. You can look for information on our website. Okay. So really, is, would that be sort of an assessment of efficiencies and efficacy and how things are working? 
It's an assessment of the openness and transparency of the process for making nominations and appointments to municipal boards and commissions. See, I told you it was wonky and geeky. No, no, good to know, good to know. We know to go to your website. <laughs> Susan, I'm gonna close with you. Uh, you've been the president. Uh, talk a little bit about what you're most proud of. What are you most proud that the League of Women and Voters is doing? I am always proud of our candidate forums. I believe that they mm -hmm. are a benchmark, a goal everybody should strive to. And other people have told this as well. We are strictly nonpartisan. We, we time it. We ask the same questions. We get amazing feedback from the candidates for how they're run. Um, we have an amazing voter service person who organizes them. We invite everybody. And I, I just think we are a standard anybody would want to uh, rise up to. Ah, that's wonderful. The second thing I am most proud of is what we do in terms of issues and advocacy. For a long time, we haven't been doing as much. But we are a nonpartisan organization. We never um, support an individual candidate. But we are political, and we do support certain issues. And I'm very proud of the study that we've done most recently and the way we interact with our community, the way we are a grassroots organization, and the way we really care about Naperville. Oh, well, you sound like you're proud, and I know you're doing a lot of good work in the community. And I think one of the important things, it's not just having the right to vote. It's taking it as a responsibility, right? And I think, you know, as I listen Absolutely. to both of you ladies, you're really kind of articulating how to do responsible voting, how to get educated, how to make sure the process is, is accurate and working the way that it should, and how to bring candidates to the community. It's, it's important that everybody be heard so that people can make an informed decision, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. Really appreciate it, as always. Thank you, Jane. Yeah, absolutely. And if you would like more information about the League of Women Voters of Naperville, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on this episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thanks for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.